0: Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook, MasterChef Junior Season 7, Episode 11. I'm Pepper Proxy.
1: And I'm David, and this episode's title was, um, Too Corny.
0: <laughs> and that, that bad pun comes up a couple times
1: yeah, throughout that well, they They start with Arone saying, I'm known here as the jokester, and... He tells a joke. He said, what does the daddy corn, what does the mama corn say to the baby corn? Where is popcorn? Wasn't that the joke?
0: It was something like, all I wrote was, we learned that Arona is the comedian of the group.
1: That was your note? <laughs>
0: that was all, that's all I, I wrote down. I, because I, w- I really wasn't into it.
1: it we, we didn't learn by laughing. <laughs> which is the best way to learn. We learned by, by being um, told. and yeah. And the rule is to show, don't tell.
0: <laughs> when it comes to comedy.
1: And also... I always find that when people call themselves something, like "said I'm very funny, they're They're not.
0: not. Yeah. And
1: and it held in this case.
0: I wish that were the case, though, for being a bad driver, because I'm a very, very bad driver, Mm -hmm. and I often say it, and I kind of wish that by saying it, it would make it not true.
1: But magically, all of a sudden, you'd be a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Level yeah, dryer Like
0: Bobby Rahal. <laughs>
1: like Bobby. I think
0: he was NASCAR. I can't remember. But, okay, so back to the show. We They do the little corn montage, I guess. And then the kids are pelted yeah. with corn.
1: I can see where this is heading, which is the death of a child. <laughs> because this... <laughs> This was a corn avalanche. This is this is like <laughs> Elon Musk is going to have to invent a machine to tra- get the trapped kids out from the corn pile. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Out of the, and, wet.
0: it was like canned corn too because it was wet. <laughs>
1: yet again, it was another one where. Um, initially they are laughing and smiling yeah. and it ends in frowns and them standing in a pile of wet corn.
0: Well, and once again, Ivy was not happy about it, the corn it, dump, it. to the point where like they, they paint a pan to her face. And might I say, this is an Ivy ha- heavy episode, so I'm super excited yeah. about that. Yeah. Other things I'm not so excited about in this episode, but, um, yeah, they, w- I don't think any of the... Kids were happy, but she was especially not happy.
1: Well, and her hat ruined. Yeah. Like, not going to be recoverable. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm.
0: how many of those little fedoras that she brought with her.
1: I don't know. I but... bet she,
0: she has at least three.
1: But this one is extra starchy.
0: <laughs> so, um, the kids get to see all types of corn in the mystery um, box. And it's like... Uh, Like a list, repeated list of everything that's in there. Mm
1: -hmm. And Matt,
0: little Matthews, back in his truck, um, his truck Mm t-shirt, he says, this looks nice. Um, And we also see that uh, Reed has bounced back from his... Um, pretty serious burn from last week. But he is, I don't know if you noticed, but his oh, yeah. hand is enrobed in like a um plastic co- glove. He cooked
1: with a plastic glove, and he has bandages underneath. Yeah, Because yeah. it's clear plastic, so you can see that it's bandaged. Yeah. He's for one dramatic purposes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Too- um,
1: so they went through this first section really quickly. Um, it was hard to even follow who was cooking what, because they like, Pan to them, said what they were cooking, and then just moved right on.
0: Yeah, I can give you a quick rundown. Um, there, <laughs> I, I can't wait to tell you about the one thing that I noticed. I don't oh, know if you ahead. did. But, so Jayla makes a pie. Um, Aaron makes succotash, which I thought succotash was a good idea, and a steak. Um, Ivy takes a risk, and he, she makes corn tamale, um, and she said she's going to do it pretty fast. hmm um, and then um, she ends up being in uh, the top three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's because she is the only um, contestant that um, used the hoile coche, which mm-hmm. is the, um, isn't it like a f- almost like a fungus that. Um,
1: I think so. Yeah. It's It's like, it's like corn, it's, it's rotting corn that's rotting in a specific way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like it's a fungus or a mushroom that's growing in it. Yeah. Um, uh, but the only constructive feedback she got was that she maybe needed a little bit more heat, but really well done. Mm -hmm. And I do think that was one of the reasons why she was in the top three. Um, And then we have Matthew. He made a blue um, corn-crusted tuna Mm -hmm. um, and a bunch of other corn things. Um, He's also in the top three. Mm -hmm. He makes corn salsa, but then he also does um, uh, furakake seasoning, which is more of an Asian, um, I think it's Japanese um, uh, seasoning. Um, What
1: do you call that seasoning again?
0: Furakake? Furakake?
1: oh okay
0: um and for his spiced baby corn maybe for I pro- maybe i pronounced it no i don't I'm know sorry.
1: I, d- I didn't know no oh, yeah. i d- i don't know the word um for and a then
0: we can we can look it up at the end and make sure
1: i just like the word for a kake. i'm <laughs> just then, gonna keep saying for a kake.
0: Okay, <laughs> I hope that's not something dirty. I don't know. Um, and then all he said, all the, all the um, constructive feedback he got was the garnish needed to be elevated, elevated, but overall beautiful, and then cut to the most one of the most important things of this segment. What's that? The cameo from the Viking range.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. Um, which is kind of a looming villain after it attacked Reed <laughs> yeah, in the last episode. It's gone from being a lovely product placement that you might want to put in your kitchen to um, the Freddy Krueger of MasterChef. <laughs> 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 One, two, like, Vikings gonna yeah. get you. <laughs> Three, four.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Better shut the door. Of the door.
0: <laughs> On your fingers. Five, six.
1: Um, But anyway.
0: (laughs) And then um, we have, um, Malia makes a sweet corn ravioli. And Che makes um, a sope um, with shrimp. um, And he says that he had delicious street food when he was in Mexico. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He ends up being in the top three for the second time. Um, He also had a street corn pico de gallo. And spiced popcorn garnish, which I thought was, you know, his plate looked pretty good.
1: And Aron told him he was just gonna pick up that plate and put it in his restaurant and he had room at his house for him.
0: Well, he'd what he said exactly was, um, I have space for Che, my casa, come over, amigo. And so obviously, he's he offering wins.
1: him a job.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I'd so just...
0: he, Che wins.
1: Can I also say that um, if the theme of the show was corn dump, I thought uh, J-Lo's corn pudding pie looked the most like corn dump. Yeah. It did not look good.
0: At all. And obviously because this is like the um, first half of the show, they don't show the judges no. tasting everything. It's the section where they just pull up the top three. Right. But I believe they've tasted along the way. That's what right. they have said in the past. But if somebody was gonna be eliminated at the first half, man. Well,
1: did they even say what Sadie cooked?
0: We didn't see a whole lot of Sadie at the beginning. Of no, the show, I don't no. think they
1: showed even what she cooked when they were the setting it up, so
0: maybe they didn't. No. Yeah, I didn't I didn't write anything down for Sadie. So um so obviously um with Che winning, um, there is a tag team Tapas challenge. So, what is um, Che's reward for winning?
1: He gets to pick the teams.
0: And who does he pick for himself? Aaron. Which I feel like um, Che was being very strategic with his team picks. And I say that because he also says. (laughs)
1: <laughs> His strategy
0: when he yeah. when he uh, <laughs> explains why he picks certain people. Yeah,
1: which he he picked uh, Jayla and Matthew to go together.
0: Yeah, and he said he put um, Jayla and Matthew together because of their age difference. Yeah, um, and he also thinks that they might have a communication issue. Um, which so, sounds
1: like it was said after the episode was taped.
0: Oh, you think he did the top the to- talking head <laughs> afterwards? Yeah. Well we can do you wanna just go on and finish talking about Jalen Matthew or no, to go no to, we can go okay. through
1: the teams first.
0: Okay. So um then the one of the other teams um that Che puts together, because he thinks they might butt heads because they're both strong, is
1: Uh 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 Breed and Ivy. Breed and Ivy. Which um, I would have if it were me, if I were choosing teams. Yeah. I would choose Reed or Ivy to be my teammate. Hands down. Like one of those two would be my first choice. Yeah. And Aaron's, they're all good that are left. So there's not really a bad choice, but Aaron would not have been my first choice. I would have chosen Reed or Ivy. And it's almost like you put Reed and Ivy on a team together so that they wouldn't save someone else on another team if you're talking strategically. Because if you put the two strongest people on a team...
0: See, I think he really thought they were going to butt heads, yeah. and they would spiral, and then two of the strongest
1: well, folks would
0: go home. I
1: think that's the story that they were trying to spin in the episode, yeah. but I, I, Reed seems awfully friendly to me, and Ivy seems awfully friendly, so...
0: They're well-mannered, too, and yeah. they're respectful, so, yeah. um, you know... Obviously, you know that they're two of my favorite contestants. Right. So, and they—they um, they
1: were. Bonded. It was a
0: joy to watch them cook together.
1: They were bonded with their corn-stained hats <laughs> from the dump.
0: Right, and so then we have um, then the the two um, that are left after the teams are selected mm-hmm. are Malia and Seattle Sadie. And they are. They they appear to be tickled to be on a team together. They're holding each other. They're jumping mm-hmm. up and down, um, and because they both. Po-
1: they can prove that ladies can do anything.
0: <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what that proves. <laughs> um, and Sadie is confident because she, she says, while well, she's never been to Spain. She has, a few, ha, has eaten a few of the items on the tapas platter. And Malia is confident, too, which um, does not bode well.
1: Well, and I have to say, I just Googled what Sadie made during the first round, and it was um, Neil Diamond's corn dog. <laughs> And I mean, for some reason, for some reason, they didn't let her use that name on the air. They cut all mention of it. But she's like, "I love Neil Diamond's corn dog. <laughs> My mom introduced me to Neil Diamond's corn dog."
0: <laughs> Wait, what, what were, were there any side dishes or dipping sauces? Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I, it wasn't in the article. It was just, just she made Neil Diamond's okay, corn dog. Okay, Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I can't wait to look up that article and read a little bit more. Maybe you can tell us more about it on the next
1: podcast. Uh, sure.
0: Um, so since we're talking about Malia and Sadie, we can be, talk a little bit more about the the challenge, the team challenge. So um, they started their shrimp way too early. Yeah. And, um, it was
1: going to be like two little shrimp stones <laughs> by the time that it was served. Because they were like, the first thing we got to do is get this shrimp on.
0: You sounded kind of like um, Dr. Steve Brule when you said, two little shrimp stones.
1: <laughs> two little shrimp stones. It's it's
0: delicious.
1: Shrimps. These shrimp, they're kind of crunchy.
0: Or honks. <laughs> um, <and laughs> Wait, what was this tea? Guacamole spicy.
1: (laughs) That was when he was eating uh, wasabi.
0: Or he was eating wasabi. Wasabi.
1: wasabi, And... um, (laughs) He's like, this is some spicy guacamole.
0: (laughs) No, it wasn't guacamole. It was
1: guacamole.
0: (laughs) Um, So besides the shrimp, Gordon Ramsay goes over and says, it seems like they're cooking backwards. He gives them a lot of tough love. um, And he even says to them, well, if you want to go home now, just take off your aprons. like." He was pretty, like, pretty, like, strict with them, and it felt like they were f- totally falling apart.
1: That's right, but lucky for them, their tears um, seasoned to their food, which I think helped save them.
0: Do you think that their their tears are equally as, as um, what's the... Is, is, Salient or salinity? Is there equal? Is there equals <laughs> I don't know salinity in their tears. I don't know. I don't For know. some reason, I just feel like um, Sadie's are saltier because they're Seattle tears, mm-hmm. closer it, to the ocean.
1: And she's she's dressed a little sailory.
0: Oh, she was. You're right. Um, so um, judgment comes. It's pretty. It's pretty rough. Deservingly so. Um, and I did like the fact that when Gordon asked, well, whose idea was it to put the shrimp in four days ago to start cooking, Mm -hmm. Malia's, you know, with her lovely voice says, it was mine. And then Sadie says, well, I have to take credit for that too. And then Gordon says, credit? (laughs) And Sadie says, well, you know, bad credit.
1: (laughs) Which, which some of us call blame.
0: Yeah. Responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but bad credit works.
0: So they... they What what Gordon saw wasn't um, brilliant. And I do also have to... Disappointed. S- I, he seemed disappointed. They did not do well together. No. At all. And I could argue that they should have been the team that went home instead of the team that did go home. Um, but the thing that also kind of... Made, kind of turned turned me a little bit, Mm -hmm. was during the entire judging and then even when all the kids are, you know, the the worst teams are standing there, Sadie comes across as if she's kind of maybe a little smug. Like, it seems like she thinks she's safe and she keeps, like, looking at Malia, like, shooting her um, these looks, like don't worry don't worry we're safe we just have to pretend we're sad
1: mm-hmm. um
0: and it just feels like she thinks she's safe regardless of the critical feedback
1: all right I maybe
0: yeah but they ended up being safe so yeah um
1: they were safe for the whole episode except during the corn dump <laughs> and they were all in danger
0: everybody was in high danger <laughs> and children had welds
1: during the, the, the corn cornado.
0: It's, who said it was a tornado somebody did oh I don't know one of the kids did yeah I don't know. And that was kind of funny it was maybe Reed um so speaking of Reed um, we have Reed and Ivy together what did you think of that team
1: um I actually thought that was gonna be the strongest team they um, they knew their business yeah straightforward um respectful of one another um, very positive. They uh, they uh, mixed their commentary with um, with uh, compliments, which I think is yeah. always a good mix. Like you don't keep shouting at someone, go faster, go faster.
0: One of the things that Reed did, and they also were not shouting, which I appreciated. They their voices were caring. They were doing well. They weren't whispering, but there wasn't a lot of like chaotic screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that Reed referenced painting a car. Um when he was helping Ivy from the sidelines. Yes. He's like, it's like painting a car and like oh my God, this eight year old he's got what is like he's in the body shop with his his papa.
1: He's got a 79 Corvette out there. You think? He's rebuilt it from the ground up.
0: <laughs> cherry Apple Red. Or mm-hmm. cher- yeah. Um so they got great feedback from Aron Sanchez. Um, overall a very strong effort. Um I liked um that Reed said that they were an odd couple, but a pretty good team. Um, and they did a very good job. They were the very best team out of the four.
1: They certainly were. Their food looked edible.
0: <laughs> That's not saying sandwich. <laughs> Their empanadas were well stuffed. The churros were light and airy.
1: If If I said to you, your empanadas are well stuffed. <laughs> would you take that as a compliment?
0: I would only take it as a compliment from you. Okay. If a stranger <laughs> said that to me, um, I would not be happy. Understood. What about you? What if I said, your empanadas are well stuffed, David?
1: I would be confused and wonder what my empanadas <laughs> We were talking <laughs> I would be like... <laughs> I think it's a metaphor for something, <laughs>
0: but I'm not quite sure what. Yes. <laughs> um, so we will talk a little bit about Che and Aaron um, because if you remember, Che got to pick who his partner was.
1: Right, and he chose Aaron. And
0: do you think there was a strategy behind that?
1: Um, I don't know. I know that they uh, they certainly didn't do well at the beginning. Yeah. And, and I, I, think, I think that um, the part of the reason that uh, they didn't do well is that so much of the beginning is organization, and I don't think that's Aaron's strong suit. Yeah. Because the first person basically pulls the ingredients yeah. over and sets the timetable for what they're going to be working on Well, we know
0: with. it's not a strong suit because last um, last show... Um, somebody went home who was, like, just incredibly creative. But yeah. But was, I think it was Ben, just, like, super creative but not good at, um, I guess, mise en place. Yeah. And, you know, it's obvious th- that Aaron shares that very similar trait.
1: Well, and Aaron, and, and including this episode, is really good at finishing. Like, he's good at the, the last... 15, the detail. The little detail, the last yeah. 15 minutes, making sure everything gets done. He's able to work quickly so he can make up for any mistakes he made at the beginning. But usually at the beginning, he almost always looks a little lost. And if I did pick Aaron to be in my team, I wouldn't want Aaron to go first.
0: Well, I think that that was a strategy because Che wanted to go last.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. I, I understand that. Yeah. But it is, I think, like, first and last are both super important yeah. decisions. and. Just, I would want to get everything started.
0: Well, I think the reason why Che picked Aaron, if you remember, Aaron's been picked first in a couple different things. Which earlier, I was like, I was surprised because we could say that he's a very good cook, but... Compared to like an Ivy or a Reed or maybe even Seattle when she's not like going off. Did I call her Seattle, not Sadie? Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Sadie. When she's not kind of going off the rails, like she's a really good cook. But I think Aaron is, one, very pleasant to work with. I think the chilled other
1: kids really enjoy him. super nice.
0: Um, and I also think that Che wanted to take a leadership role, and he knew that in in past like interactions with Aaron, Aaron is very good at following direction and being a team member versus kind of fighting for that that leadership. Um, so I think that's maybe what he was thinking when they split teams. Yeah, well, maybe so. But like you said they did have to get it together and I was happy that they course corrected along the way. Yeah, I
1: thought it was I thought they did really well um and I was kind of shocked when they got to the end at how good their tray looked.
0: Well, yeah, Christina said really good effort overall. Yeah. The 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 churros were a little clunky. I don't think she said clunky. I think I just thought they were a little clunky, but overall they did a really good job. Yeah. Um, and they ended up being second best.
1: right. So his strategy worked.
0: Yeah, his strategy did work. And it, this this Aaron seemed like more like the Aaron from earlier um, episodes within the season. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to see him back to his old self. Let's talk a little bit about Jayla and Matthew. Um, as, and as I said earlier, Chase said that he thought they would maybe have communication issues.
1: He was right.
0: He was really right.
1: And I will also say, um, I think my call that Matthew was probably one of the better cooks there, but that he was so young that he was eventually going to have a meltdown under some situation. Unfortunately, that was tonight. Because he was not himself the whole challenge. Because he is so positive and so pleasant. And he started off super negative thinking that he was being underestimated and bossed around right off the bat.
0: It broke my heart. Yeah. This was heartbreaking. This one was hard for me. Um, And I also think that he wasn't receptive to... Any feedback from Jayla? No, or even any words of encouragement from her, because he just—I one of the ticks that he, one of the um, vocal ticks he has, which I really liked was that he repeats things three times uh-huh. under, like, du- maybe under duress. So he, ca- he said, I know, I know, I know. Right. When she was like, oh, you need to get the batter mixed. Or, you know, how were the other contestants, how Reed and Ivy were, like, giving each other feedback right. from the sidelines. And like, hey, did you remember to cut up the, chop the red peppers really finely? And Reed's like, yes, thank you. I heard, like, heard. Like, but... Anytime Jayla tried to um, give any kind of feedback from the sidelines to Matthew to Matthew, it seemed like he just kind of took it as some type of criticism.
1: Well, I also think that um, I think that Matthew goes into his own head when he cooks. yeah, and he swims around in there because he doesn't even like it when the judges come up and talk to him when yeah, he's cooking.
0: One of the judges did come up to Matthew. And um, it was in the corn challenge, and they're like, do you want me to go away? And he, it was like 20 seconds, which just seems is a long time for like a TV show, and then he just squeaks, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely think he's more of an internal thinker. It also felt like initially, Jayla was maybe disappointed she was partnered with Matthew, and I think I think it felt like she kind of thought she needed to boss him, um, and she totally turns that around later in the episode, which I just found found really heartwarming. But early on in this this comp- this section, it was like, oh, this is maybe not the best way to communicate with each other.
1: No, but but I will also say, like, it wasn't the best way to communicate. But um, it took them. It took Matthew a while to come back from his initial hurt
0: yeah yeah it did did take him a while um so with that said um matt it, it just it's not good um and jayla and matthew go home
1: yeah but you know when they're up there with sadie next to him and you know she was also up in the chopping block i saw her mouth Neil Diamond's corndog.
0: Because <laughs> she that, was so nervous she was going to go home.
1: Because <laughs> she wasn't that upset. She just was like... It was almost like, uh, you know, a, some kind of magic symbol to her that she was going to remain on the show.
0: Yeah, it seemed like she was pretty confident she wasn't
1: going she anywhere. She was like, buy Neil Diamond's corndog. I will remain on this show.
0: So this, <laughs> this one... <laughs> I'm not gonna justify it. this one. Okay, so I I could not stand when Matthew and Jayla went home because at this point Jayla has her arm around Matthew. He's in full like he's having a full emotional moment. Mm-hmm. She's holding his hand. She's comforting him. I think she realized. Like I loved seeing the shift in Jayla, and mm-hmm. it happened very fast, and it happened even before like most adults would have made that shift. Like at first she was like seemed kind of frustrated and was like, oh, you know, we're not good partners. And then the minute she saw that it Matthew really was like affected and having a moment, I was just so impressed with her. It felt like to me, I would say she just thought, well, It doesn't... This competition doesn't matter. Matthew is all that matters in this moment. Yeah. And I just thought that was very, very admirable of Jaila to, like, show him that tenderness and love. Um, And I couldn't stand... I couldn't stand seeing Matthew. I know. Arone
1: started to cry, too.
0: Oh, my God. So, you know how I was um, reacting. Then when I saw Arone start crying, I almost had to take a break.
1: I know when the comedian cries, <laughs> it means more.
0: <laughs> What's the guy who does the um, uh, the telethons?
1: Jerry Lewis. When Jerry
0: Lewis <laughs> sheds a tear, it means like, more it, than
1: when it, the dramatic person does, because okay. they the distance to travel is further.
0: Okay. Um. Okay. Um, But then, like, um, in their in their exits and their talking heads afterwards, I love that they they you know they go, and I'm sure they're comforted by their family member and maybe a a psychologist I think is there too. But then Matthew recovers, and he gives the viewers at home, the the young viewers at home a motivational pep talk. To encourage the kids to follow their dreams, and only the way Matthew can, where it doesn't sound condescending at all, and it really was inspirational.
1: It's true. It was very sweet.
0: Very sweet. So this was my one of my more favorite episodes and my least favorite episodes because I loved seeing Reed and Ivy come together and really start to be like the the ones to beat. Um, because I like both of those contestants so much. But to, not, to think that we're not going to have Matthew there next week it, well, breaks my heart.
1: He had run out of shirts.
0: <laughs> he was he did repeat that old truck shirt. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> I, I think he lasted longer than they had planned on it. I did have one other thing, though. When, when they announced uh, Reed and Ivy were the uh, winners, they did a fake out which felt like a, they were going to cut to a commercial break, and then they rethought it. Because Aron said, um, there's one team that really blew us away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that would have been a terrible commercial
0: break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they they let him finish that sentence.
1: Yeah. There's one team that really blew us away. That was it. No, but anyway... Um, so next week, restaurants.
0: Yeah, they're in the in a real kitchen.
1: A two Michelin star restaurant.
0: Or Michelin, Michelin star. Michelin star restaurant. I guess we're not in Canada.
1: No. And we should also say that uh, we are going to miss a week due to some travel plans. Yeah, and- so
0: we're not going to be re- um, releasing next week's episode next week. But the following week... We're going to do two episodes released that week.
1: Yep. So we will see you then. Bye. Bye.